1: This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by our Amazon Influencer Shop. Go to sewhere.com/amazon to shop all of our sewing recommendations.
0: Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Sew, sew,
1: sew, sew, sewing Out Loud. Okay, hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue, and I'm ZD Donahue. And um, this is take number two of this podcast topic. <laughs> we've, we've had to... It's got to be better. Those other questions were not good. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. D- turn toward so the Sam, microphone. You're turning so away Sam, from the microphone. Okay. So, <laughs>
2: Sam, this will be a good one. All right. Because we made up the questions.
1: Yeah. I kind of... Cho- I, I tried to do this year-in-review set of questions, and it was from a you know a self-help podcast like that I listened to, and I didn't give mom the questions beforehand, <laughs> <laughs> so I just asked her. They were all the same question and then they were all really similar. So if you didn't get them beforehand, what I mean is like they all sound really similar. They're all the same you know. question. Uh, but this is a good this is a good sewing themed one, I think. Um, we don't often have to re-record podcast episodes, but it can happen. I think we had to re it should happen more than we maybe think. maybe it should. maybe it should. You can let us know. All right. well let's start off. let's start off on a positive note. Okay.
2: What well, was you... I didn't think we were going to be negative, but if you want me to, I ha- I can pull that out of the hat too. Go I ahead. know that's why I was like,
1: let's start positive. <laughs> okay, Otherwise, Mom's okay. just going to drag down this podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm such a downer. Okay. Uh, what was your favorite thing that you sewed this year?
2: It was probably the 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 costumes for the uh, aerial showcase. Yeah. Because they turned out very successful. Uh Uh-huh. They fit everybody really well. It was the first time I had made an aerial costume.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a first for you. Yeah. Even though,
2: how old are you? Well, (laughs) you know, it, it was a first. You know, it's like the elements of it weren't the first, but it was the first time put all those elements together. Yes. Right? Yes. That kind of thing. So it's like, ooh, I have this knowledge, and I can put it here and here and here, and oh, look what happens.
1: I would say that my favorite thing that I sewed, I was was about to say my cape, but I think actually it was the Halloween costumes, the Lightning McQueen. Lightning McQueen was good. I am very proud of that costume. And
2: actually, that sort of, it's from overlap the, very, the oh, aerial because yeah. totally. we, we use some of this, uh, and I don't. I I mentioned this in another podcast, but and um, that when the Rockettes costumes came yeah. out, the new ones they they only do new ones about every three years or so. They really reuse. They're very, um, you know, good about using their costumes over and over, and um, it was like oh. That's the elements I use. The techniques. Yeah. I am on trend. Well, I, uh, so so there was another positiveness about it. It was like reinforced that, yeah, at least I'm still in the groove. Right?
1: I am about to use our spandex applique techniques again. Actually, yes. uh, making a Christmas present for Zelda. So uh, anyway, the Lightning McQueen costume. I am I'm very proud of it. It kind of like went faster than I thought it would. Turned out really nicely. It, just, it really just turned out. Um, yeah. Jerome looked super cute in his costume. Yeah. And it, okay, so Jerome was uh the like, forklift. Yeah. It, but he <laughs> was like thirteen months old and we thought we'd just have to like carry him around to trick or treat. And he was like running Cause, everywhere. It was a forklift. In his little sequin <laughs> pants. And it was just darling. Like I just yeah. couldn't get over it. They were so cute. Plus, you know, it's not just that I think my kids are cute; they are. But okay, on top of that, <laughs> it was just hilarious to see them enjoying themselves like they were. So I was, I was well, really happy. Well, and with that. actually,
2: Zelda wore her Lightning McQueen to my aerial performance. That's right; they so were together. They were together. Yep,
1: yeah, yep. And she can still wear that bomber jacket. Um, I want that bomber jacket. She's going to have it for a long time. Yeah, I know. I think I need to make myself one. Okay. So that was favorite. What's your least favorite thing that you sewed? I'm sure it was for someone else. <laughs> can you can you share about that, I don't Mom? know if I can. How do you feel about that? You know, what what's bad? Here, here's,
2: here's the bad feelings. I haven't sewn it yet. Right. And I'm already not liking it. That's when you really know. Um I said I would do something for someone, and New, New Year's resolution, <laughs> not happening. Hey, that's,
1: that's coming up. You're yeah. skipping ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. I'll tell you
2: all about that res-o-lution? later. Yeah, right. A
1: resolution? Yeah. A resolution. Resolution. Okay. All right. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Um,
2: you know, it was, to, it was to solve a problem.
1: Uh, this story Their started problem. off
2: good. It started off really good because the person listened to me. <laughs> I made the first prototype, the first, not, not really a prototype, I made the sloper. Yeah, yeah. And it was perfection, and the person was really happy with it. And then, you know, we needed to do some other things to make it help with the problem. Right. And I said, it's going to have to be this kind of fabric and this kind of fabric. And this person insisted and bought like this, the to- this fabric that won't work. It won't work. It yeah. will not work. Now, I could make it work. But it would take me hundreds and hundreds of hours of, like, applicating this fabric to another fabric. And, and it's stupid.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah. It, no, it's, it's not pointless. Worth it. It's yeah.
2: ridiculous. And I keep trying to explain to this person, and this person will not accept the explanation. Now, I've accepted no fees for this. Yeah. So I can throw this back at, you know, the person. But, it, you know, it... Some people just don't listen. And I don't like repeating myself, okay, <laughs> and saying, and and I gave instructions. I even said, I will meet you there yeah. to purchase this fabric. fabric, you know, and they went ahead and they got this fabric and it's. It's not
1: even suited for garment. Yeah. You know, we have this project down as a podcast episode because I was like, oh, right." Well, once you get it finished, let's podcast about it. It was so cool. You know,
2: um, the way well, it started and I thought about going and purchasing the correct fabric and making it the way I believe it will work. Slippery slope though, right? Well, yeah. Then look at all the work I've done. Yeah. and You know, I mean, I don't want to... No. And when you all reach my decade of age, okay... And I think there's plenty of you out there. Okay. I'm a sextagenarian. Hey, you can only be a sextagenarian for like 10 years. Okay.
1: Aren't you going to be like too, like a to sextagenarian oh, this yeah, next year? I am. But like, that's not how cool is word, that to be
2: able to say you're a sextagenarian? Anyway.
1: It, it seems like something you would be really like excited it. about. I like it.
2: <laughs> but anyway, because next I'm a, like a septagenarian, like, which, what's that? Like. Like a septum. It sounds. Yeah, I was gonna say. (laughs) It sounds very medical, doesn't it? it? Yeah. Yes, it doesn't sound like. Okay. Well, let's finish this podcast before you're a septuagenarian. Anyway. So you know, I my time is invested, my emotions are invested.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, and I don't like it. It seems like this is taking up maybe even more mental space. Well, that's it. You know, the than mental, mental space. it, it, it right.
2: upsetting. So when you when you think about doing these things for other people and you know, I used to have like mental space. Maybe I was willing to lend out, and I maybe used to have maybe <laughs> some energy. I, I don't have that anymore. Right. I'm not, I want to do things for myself and my family. Okay. Yeah. That's what I want to do now. How how much volunteering have I done in my life, Mallory? A
1: ton. And you know, yeah. you did also this year have a good experience sewing for other people. I did. You sewed yes. your friend's aerial costumes And guess what? And it was great. And, and they guess listened. what? They oh. did not demand anything. They right. right. I mean,
2: the one person said, I would like it to be these colors mm-hmm. and I would like it to look like this because I want my waist to look small. Right. That was it. Right. Okay, you know, it was not what fabric, what anything. And when I showed them the samples, they were like, oh, this is a ma- magnificent, you know. Right. And um, my my partner in performing, she was like, whatever you want to do. Yeah. You know, she goes, this is great. You know, I, I like, she goes, I'll, I'll wear a black leotard if you want me to. You don't even have to make mine, you know. Right. And I'm like,
1: no, no, it's fine. So you can, of course. Right. You know, for anybody who's like, Mallory and Zed are always bitching about <laughs> Well, I think what it is, it's sort of but like this, this, it's this, upsetting. It's this tug of war of control uh-huh. almost. No, I think, you that know, it's
2: like, I know what I'm doing. You have to, you have to, you have to, you know, give me
1: some power here. Right, right. You know, and okay. not waste my time. So ZD is only going to sew for nice people who listen, right? Uh, so that was your least I wanted, favorite. I'm going to like sew for people and surprise them. I'm not going <laughs> to even ask them and go, oh, look what I made you. Ta-da. Yeah. yeah. Ah! Okay. My least favorite. Thi- oh, man. I don't know if I can talk about my least favorite thing. Did that happen this year? That may have been last year. Which one? <laughs> Remember that fabric that I won't touch anymore? That was last year. No, I don't. What favorite was Okay. That? No, I can't. Oh. Okay. You have to um, think of a new one. <laughs> Oh, you have to act like it's still angry. I'm still still angry about uh, that that other thing uh, that someone um, again
2: mental space. Oh, it was so bad. See, you you don't need to give up your mental space. Right, that's the bad thing.
1: I think my least favorite thing that I had to do was take out those pleats in that Sweeney Todd costume. Oh, really? (laughs) I liked actually. I thought you were going to talk
2: about a wedding dress.
1: Uh, I don't know. It
2: turned out that it was okay. It turned it but out But while fine. we were doing it, was freaky. It was stressful. Yeah. Yes.
1: Actually, I, I, I'm sort of, in hindsight, thankful for that experience. But yeah. But
2: that, that one... See, that's it.
1: You don't know sometimes. That's
2: right. That's right. You know, right. It, pre-assessing the situation so is I, not always
1: perfect. I yes. actually enjoyed doing some of the costume alterations for Sweetie yeah. Todd. Like, I was... The pleats of the pain. You didn't have to oh, see it. So, I guess I didn't have yeah, these. Um, I but there were a couple things that were just tedious and stuff. And actually, I but I I really didn't spend a lot of time sewing undesirable things this year. Yeah, so that's no, I good. didn't either. That's I didn't good. really either. Um, okay, so because maybe we're getting smarter. Yeah, maybe we're getting <laughs> maybe, smarter. Maybe it's a now, possibility. What was the most challenging thing you sewed this year? Like, what challenged you? And I would say, okay, I'm going to answer first this time. Uh I think that that wedding dress actually, in terms of, like, time consumption and maybe, like, time crunch and sort of working around. um, And that I was, like, one day post-op. Yeah, you were, like, (laughs) ill, you know, basically. I was, like, drugged and in pain and tired and sick. But I had to deal with a few things in that dress that were... Challenging, So I just said, I, I, you know, I don't think challenging necessarily means a bad experience, okay? Well, um, you know, if it works... Then you're happy. you meet the challenge <laughs> yes. and it's successful, you're like, wow, you know, I'm king of the mountain, but, but... But, like, taking off those appliques that required taking off the beads yes. and then saving yes. the beads and da yes. da 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 that wedding dress, which we talked about in a previous pro- podcast, um, and working with that fabric... Which was weird. Yeah, it, well,
2: it was not. It was sort of inexpensive fabric. So a lot of times that's harder you know, to work with. I
1: just, it's like, it's almost, it's not that it was inexpensive or cheap. Because, like, I've worked with cheap fabric before that sewed up better. Well, like sometimes what cheap heck, fabric could, isn't that bad. Right. But, yeah. I just think, I think about Carolyn's wedding dress, about my mother-in-law's wedding dress that you sewed. And, like, the fabric for that was so inexpensive. Like, we found the right, right fabric. But it was the right fabric. And it was, like, I mean, it was like $4 a yard, wasn't it? I think it was. 4 or 6
2: or it something like that. It was this like poly that.
1: chiffon yeah. that sewed
2: no, up. No, no, no. It was a crepe.
1: Poly, well, no, there's crepe and oh, chiffon. Oh. There was some chiffon, wasn't there? No. Okay, just it was all kidding. Grape. Poly crepe that sewed up great. But there's
2: chiffon that sews up good okay. Too. Yeah. You know,
1: and so I just think about how this, you know. Um, anyway, the fabric, you know, I will right. Uh, it was hard to deal with. It was a stressful situation. We didn't get to do a final fitting, so that was also stressful. We
2: didn't do an initial fitting, did we? <laughs> yeah, we or did. did you? I did. It. Oh, you did, did one. It. Okay, it didn't come just marked. Right. You you actually no, I did do it. Well, that's good.
1: So that was my most challenging sew. For this year, I would say. And I, like I said, I was grateful for it. I used all of those techniques that we covered in the month of making fancy stuff. Right. Zine. Like, we covered that. We took pictures of garments that we'd made. Or you'd made, excuse me. Right. um, You know, that I'd written about and everything. And I really got to use this stuff. So that was fun. It was cool. It was cool to do that. I don't get to alter wedding dresses every day. And I don't want to. But it was a neat challenge. So do you have a challenging sew?
2: Well, I honestly think it was, you know, I hate to go back to this, but it was my big sew of the year. Your And it's your aerial. the cost, aerial costumes. You know, these were unitards, which is, I believe, one of the most difficult things to fit. Yeah. Because you're fitting the entire body. You know, mm-hmm. you're going from top to bottom. Yeah. And then also, um, you know, taking into account their their purpose. Okay, they need to look pretty, they need to be fitted, and they have to work with all of, you know, with this apparatus that's being wrapped around it and torturing it.
1: Well, and you had to fit yourself. You and Jen sort of have similar body types. No. Oh, no? Was she really a lot different from you? Yeah. I thought she was like your height.
2: Oh, no. Oh. She has like long legs and everything. Oh, so she has different tall. proportions. Yeah, well, no, no, she's me. like 5'6", five, 5'7". Five, that's Lacey,
1: not Jen. No, Lacey's
2: 5'10". Jen is 5'6? I'd say she's 5'6. Oh, really? Five, I didn't five, know five, that. Six. Sorry. I, don't, um, uh, I she could be 5'7. So you had to sew Unitards. No, for... I look like I look like their pet. <laughs> like in all the pictures that they took at this show, I look like they brought me along as their mascot. <laughs> Your little I, mini version. Yes. And and there are a couple girls there's there's this one girl, Ashton, who's uh-huh. just joined, and she is my body oh, shape. Okay. Like, yeah. She's a fire plug <laughs> with boobs. Yeah, you know and she's, she has dark hair, if right? Haley, and Haley, I'm like, you need to hang
1: around so I don't look like the only mascot. If Haley is listening, um, she has a podcast uh, and the the very serious crafts podcast, and uh-huh. she described her shape as a child with like double D boobs. Yeah, and I was no, like, I, oh, that's yes. like ZD. A fire plug. Yeah, Although <laughs> I have a waist, but it, it's weird. Well, like, she yes. has a waist. She just meant like she's right. very. She's like no, a I'm very a fire plug. Yeah, I'm yeah. a fire plug with boobs. Okay. And
2: and and my and my boobs actually were kind of an issue with this costume, like fitting them in and making them I wanted to try and make them look a little smaller, but not like I mashed them up against myself. Uh, you know, there was a whole boob b- boob dilemma there, you know. Um so and yeah, and then Lacey So, Lacey's and my costume were not exactly the same. They were very similar because we did this duet, but I didn't want them to be exactly the same. So that if we wanted to wear them again, you you know, maybe we could, although they did wind up looking awfully similar. But, um, so I'm trying to mirror these costumes, and she's 5'10", and I'm (laughs) 5'1". She's not boobish, and I am, you know, boobalicious. And... You had a so, boob-a-lemma. You had a boob-a-lemma. <laughs> and so I had to, like, you know, cut these costumes, draft these costumes, and make them look the same on these two. Bizarre, but which the Rockette costumer doesn't have to do because they pick those. They girls. make them. Yeah, yeah they're all with their like the three shape. inch, like yeah. they're like, you know, <laughs> something like, you know, five, six to five, eight. And, right. you know, they weigh like between, you know, 120 and 130 pounds and, you know, whatever. So she just cuts one costume out. Right. Like, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, so, and it worked. You know, and everybody had a really nice costume and a really nice time, and we will be able to use them again if we want, and they were comfortable, and we w- there was a performance, you know, <clears throat> at 2 and 1 at, like, 6.30 or 7 or whatever yeah. it was, and we wore them the whole time, and nobody was, like, terribly uncomfortable. I got a UTI, <laughs> which you <laughs> might think about when you're doing a unitard. Um so, and then the actual construction of them and the applique, uh-huh. I had to really sort of refine that. You
1: you did, uh, and we did that. We shared all of that in the yes. Zig Zag Live broadcast yes. in, a, was that October? Yes, I think okay. so. And
2: I had to refine that applique process on the power mesh and the and the stretch, you know, spandex. And I did, and what was nice about that is a little bit of research can go a long way because, boy, when I got down to doing it, it went fast, it was efficient, and it looked nice.
1: Some testing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, well, let's take a quick message break and come back and finish up our end-of-year sewing questions. This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by our Amazon Influencer Shop. That's right. All of our Amazon recommendations are in one place at sewhere.com amazon.
2: We've organized our store's list like lingerie sewing supplies, pressing tools, sewing reference books, and we're adding more all the time. Do you have a request for a list of our recommendations? Let us know and
1: we'll put one together. When you purchase through our Amazon Influencer Store, So Here receives an affiliate commission at no extra cost to you. Help support the podcast while shopping our favorite items that make our sewing lives great. You can even tell your friends and family to shop from our store so that you get fabulous sewing goodies for the holidays. Go to SewHere.com slash Amazon to shop now.
0: Hey, y'all. Ferris Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music?
1: right mom what machine did you use the most this year
2: (laughs) i can't decide if it was the um the serger or the serger the serger or the serger exactly (laughs) it was the ovation or the enlighten i'm not sure
1: you definitely i'm not sure
2: and then my you know i I really i think they're tied yeah i think they're tied because i kept them you know i met i was spandex happy this year for sure yes um and then I would say the Destiny was second. You know, I don't think I used the Jane except like twice for some reason Which yeah. is now the. accomplished. Accomplished. She has a new name. Yeah. I think maybe I used it twice.
1: Yeah. So I, um I would say though that I used, I used the Enlightened the most. Because once I'm in the Knits. For myself and for my kids, yeah, you use the Jane a lot too. But then I I use the uh, Destiny a lot for that applique, you know, too on that Lightning McQueen costume. I'm thinking, you know, so that's what I did most. Yeah, that's what I did. My applique. I mean, well.
2: I needed a zigzag. Jane doesn't zigger zag. Nope, nope,
1: she doesn't. Yeah. You know, I'm
2: gonna be she, using Jane is, Jane is the workhorse, you know, um quasi commercial machine.
1: I'm gonna be using the Jane a lot next year in Jean's month. So, Although I think me. I might have used the Jane on that wedding dress. Oh yeah. That would so. be a good place to use it. Okay, what non sewing machine tool, like so not a not a machine. Right. What tool did you use the most other than the sewing machine this year? Well, if
2: you can call glue a tool, it would be
1: glue. Spray glue,
2: guys. Love spray glue. I'm in love with it all over again. Um, there's many kinds out there too that I tried. So
1: Tell um, us all about them. No, I, I don't uh... know if I
2: can, but uh and I was using temporary glue. So I wanted glue that would wash away or that yeah. was temporary.
1: You you had uh-huh. glue specs for yes. sure.
2: So um and I got really good at using it. Yeah, you know, don't you know, don't don't spray in one area too much. Blah blah, blah. blah all this kind of stuff. So, um, also, don't spray your temper your your per- your temporary glue. Put everything down and then fall asleep and wake up right. eight hours later, and you know,
1: <laughs> all your stuff got glued. moved. Yes. Okay. Um, I would say that I use. I mean, I know you use this too, but I cut out a lot of things this year. Cut a lot of fabric yeah. and stuff this year. So I would say the rotary cutter and the big ruler on our cutting yeah. mat was my I would just say the rotary cutter yeah. for me mm-hmm. is nothing new to be using. No, yeah. no. Well, and yeah. it was not new for me. It does that
2: sucker a lot though.
1: I feel like I, I feel like I was just like, uh, you know, doing I don't know, I don't have a good like non sewing well, machine the rotary tool. cutter
2: is a sewing tool, so you have to think of something else. No,
1: non sewing machine. Oh, non sewing machine. Oh, boy, tool. you
2: qualified that. You yeah. said that right, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah, I made up the question and I read it. <laughs> yeah. You did. That's what
1: I, and you heard it. Yeah. I never changed
2: it. Glue, though, man. Glue is good stuff. You're real and, special. You, know, you do have to be careful about glue with your sewing machine because you don't want to glue.
1: And I would say that
2: gets in your mechanism or cut. So think about. With glue, you also need isopropyl alcohol yes. to make sure you keep things clean and tidy.
1: I use tracing paper a lot, too, this year. I I, See, I, do, I And so did I, but I don't think any more okay, than usual. Okay, stop trying to one-up yeah. meme. I just head. don't think any more <laughs> than usual. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. What do you want to sew next year? Like a specific project um, that you have in mind? Do you have a specific? Strappy leotards. Okay. That's one okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I want—I don't know. This keeps changing in my mind, like what I, what I want to sew next year. But I've got two things. I want to sew some high waisted, sort of drop. Um, Crotch trousers. Yeah, I want high waisted pant- underpants. Okay, I'm doing lots of flusy. I was gonna this say this we year. have that covered. Uh, yeah. So I want to sew those. I wore those tux pants in Sweeney Todd, and they were mm-hmm. so comfortable. But I was like, I think that maybe I don't want to wear as many like tight fitting skinny jeans because these were like stylish looking and yeah. cool. And well, the the want to you know, experiment with a new the pants that hangs from your hip. Yeah, is a
2: cool looking pants. Yeah, I want to try, and they can be you know very big-legged, or they can sort of hang straight, can, like a stovepipe, yeah. what I call a stovepipe leg. So, you know, there's all kinds of things to do with that.
1: And then something else, though, that I really want to sew is some more shirt dresses. I really liked my shirt dress during the summer, mm-hmm. and I would like to make some with sleeves. So I made that one sleeveless, and it was, like, just so fun to wear. So I want to sew some more yeah. of out, those. out of
2: necessity, mm-hmm. I need to make myself some shirts. Uh-huh. Um... Man, I'm in bad shape in the shirt category. Like, got plenty of leggings. No, well, (laughs) I don't have plenty of what I would call like bottoms. Okay, I can go to the gym like 40 days in a row probably without doing laundry. But I cannot live out in the real world. You know. But where do you go? Well, I go to the gym. And then I just put a jacket on and go to the grocery store. There you go. Okay. um, And honestly, they feel the best on me. So, but I. I think that's another thing. I do you have anything? What are, I don't I don't want to screw up your other questions, but do you think I could possibly get any more spandex in the studio?
1: <laughs> What's your spandex threshold? <laughs> yes, it's like, oh, that
2: stretches and it's glittery. Oh, oh that, that stretches, stretches and it's in... and it's watery, colory <laughs> looking. Oh, that stretches and it's solid. <laughs> I need some solids. Oh, well, that stretches and. I'll think of something to make yeah, out of it. Yeah, there you go. As yeah. long
1: as ZD's really into the
2: knits. I, I Yeah, I'm just like... like I th- I think I need to start accumulating more stripes in the knits. I don't have enough four-way stretch stripes. some more
1: stretch wovens. Like, for my trousers so and stuff. So you want some wovens with some spandex. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, like, I want some stretch wovens for... There's some back there that you probably don't know about. Oh, I'll you'll have to show. Actually, and yeah. I have some. But I, I think that I'm kind of wanting a few items that look a little more woven tailored and woven I not that i'm against the stretchy that. stuff but okay, i think that till i put them on
2: and then i'm like <laughs> yeah i'm confined i i, I feel claustrophobic these well, days well and i
1: think that's why i want the stretch woven so anyway yeah. um i i would like us to buy some more of those or to discover them in accumulate. the back accumulate yes okay um what do you... oh you know what did i you don't.
2: You, you can't. I read missed. A, your own I questions. missed. No. I like oh, missed to a question. Back? Go ahead. Or go. What is? What is it? Maybe we can answer. Here. It.
1: No. Here. Okay. Okay. What did you make this year? That was not sewing that you were proud of. Oh, and I forgot. What
2: was it? Your tooth. Oh, my
1: tooth. <laughs> <laughs> I had to include this question. Yes. So that mom could tell this story about her tooth. Okay. She's getting. Okay. She's winding up. I hate uh, this crap. Okay, so much I hate this. Because well Except it makes for a good podcast story. It okay. does. It does.
2: The quick podcast story is is that I put up that wallpaper mural in the camper that was a um
1: Okay, you only get one. Oh, okay, you only okay. get then one? I won't.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll go let's go back I'm to kidding. Let's I'm go kidding. back to um... anyway. So I had to have this I I broke a tooth and they had to, to like take the tooth out from the root. So then I'm going into the implant, you know, getting a post put in. So I have this big space in the like the front side. Okay, mom's and,
1: missing a tooth right now. Yeah, it's horrible. And <laughs> is it's it the, your canine?
2: No, it's my front in, second. So. It's not the front incisor. The one right next to it. The second incisor like on the side. So <laughs> there's this space which I could put a straw in. It would work really well. But um, cosmetically, it's really, really. A challenge. Anyway, so they made me this thing, and I don't know why they call it this. It's like a temporary partial plate, and they call it a flipper. If anybody knows why it's called a flipper, please tell me, because the oral surgeon doesn't know why it's called a flipper. I think it's because you can flip it in and out. Uh So the way they had to make this was, like, with just this one little tooth on it that's on this, like, little plate that fits behind my other teeth, right? Mm -hmm. And the tooth was, like out on this, like, little peninsula of acrylic that right. it's made out of. And when the dentist, when we got it in, the dentist said, well, this doesn't look like it's going to last very long. I'm like, oh, right, you know. Because it cost me it hundreds of dollars. Yeah, yeah it wasn't yeah. cheap either, right? You know, and it's temporary, supposedly. Although I've been wearing it for almost six months, but it was temporary. And um, anyway, I am up, you know, in my aerial thing, and I think I've told the story already, but I am up – did I? I don't know. I think I did. But anyway, I'm at a workshop, and I'm like 19 feet in the air, hanging upside down, and the tooth breaks off the plate. Okay. <laughs> what were you doing with your tongue? Well, <laughs> okay. I do think that's part of what yeah. it is, that like you're upside down, you're hanging – I think I thrust my tongue to the mm-hmm. to the top of my um, mouth. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Okay. So I'm trying to hold this tooth in my mouth, and I'm thinking everybody's watching you because you're in a workshop, and they're like – you need to go up there and do this, and like the whole group is watching you, right? right? You know, because you're going to get critiqued. I got critiqued on how I held the tooth in my mouth. So, anyway, I come down and I have to show everybody that I have a tooth missing. Mm-mm. And it's in my, and some of them were laughing and some of them felt bad for me, mm-hmm. but whatever. Um, and then I had to go the rest of the workshop with this big space right in the front of, you know, my mouth. And there were a lot of jokes being cracked. Uh, and then we had to do an, a, a um an impromptu, right, uh thing uh something on the silks and portray an emo- emotion and mine was very pissed off <laughs> and most people guessed it. So anyway, <laughs> um what I did is so I I happened to be friends with my dentist and I sent her a picture of the tooth and the plate apart, you know, on the phone and said can i glue this cuz it's like saturday morning right right i know i'm going to get any help from anybody and she said this is funny this is how how i'm known to people she said i would tell anyone else don't you dare touch that and she says but you go ahead and you know <laughs> have at it see what you can do so i did so i glued my tooth on and i actually took a um a finding a jewelry finding a, a finding yeah. a pin with a loop on the end of it a jewelry finding cut it off at an angle so that it would go up against the back of this tooth and onto the plate and the circle that it had would go over the fractured part Right. You know, because it was such, it's like this clean fracture. So it's this. like
1: your reinforcement.
2: Yes. Yeah. Which, that's what they should have done in the They should they hire place. They you should have, for design. They should have had a wire in this little peninsula to right. begin with. Right, So anyway, I glued it and then I put extra glue on top of that to like seal that in and everything. And, and then when I went back to the the oral surgeon, who's different from my dentist, and he saw this, he was like, Wow. <laughs> I'm really impressed. I go, with? And he goes, with your tooth and what you do, how you put this on here. And I was like, oh. And it's funny what he said to me because I want you all to hear this. He goes, you do a lot of things for yourself, don't you? You can fix a lot of things. And I thought, yes, I can, and I do. I don't wait around for somebody else to figure it out. And I think a lot of us in this group are like that.
1: Yeah, you're oh, like, we see a- it.
2: We see a problem. We go. I can sew that together. I can glue that. I can wire that. I can saw that or whatever, you know. Because I don't think all of us. I don't think our only tool is the sewing machine.
1: No, I think that uh, a
2: lot of people are creative in other ways. Right.
1: Okay. So
2: my tooth is still together. It's been like over a month. I was
1: going to say it's been a while. It's
2: been over a month and it's still together. Yes.
1: Okay. Um. What. I did this year that was not sewing was. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Making 168 (laughs) pies. Hand pies. Hand pies for Sweeney Todd. Mrs. Lovett's. Meat pies. Meat pies. And all of them, except for the last 12, had a handmade crust. So I used store bought pie crust for the last 12. They sucked. They well, were, I was going to say, I wondered if anybody terrible. noticed a difference. Well, I told them because I was yeah. like, hey, everybody, I'm really sorry. These are store-bought uh-huh. pie crust. I have a feeling they're not going to taste quite the same because right. um, we had to eat them on stage, obviously. Um, and so anyway, yeah, they totally, totally sucked. Well, and
2: actually there was an actor who had to eat a pie yeah. and act like it was no good. <laughs> and like, he was... And he said he really had to act. Yes. He really had to pull his acting because it was such a good pie.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, he he really liked the, um, he he had to like, it's like, when before they kill the people, you know, and right. he's supposed to like, spit it out, and she's like, spit it out the floor, it's funny, and he's like, oh, these are good, you know, so. <laughs> there, um,
2: I really believe there's something about people who sew, and maybe you got into sewing because you were like this, that, you know, we, we, we cook, we garden. Right, right. You know, yeah. we paint furniture, we, whatever, it's like. You know, we're do-it-yourselfers.
1: Well, and I paid attention to the um, script. There is a lyric that says. Something about um, the pie. Yeah. She says, um, things like being careful with your coriander, that's what makes the gravy grander. Oh. And so I toasted my own coriander seeds and ground them because I thought we only had whole coriander seeds we definitely had ground coriander <laughs> that I found later. And I was like, you know, gosh, darn it. That would be
2: perfect for the front of, of an, an apron. apron. Yes.
1: Um, but anyway, so I, uh, I, I sort of approached it like I would the costumes, you know, like when people mention costumes and things like that. So uh, like we talked about in our costuming right. series. Um, so that, that was fun to make those. And I like baking. Stuff like that. So anyway, it, that was that was what I did. That was not sewing in 2018. What do you want to do? That's what do you want to make? That's non-sewing in 2019.
2: Furniture.
1: You want to make furniture? Well, don't whisper about it. I'm going to d-
2: rehab probably furniture. <laughs> you know what? Yar, yeah. because we got a home deck month coming right, up. So and <laughs> I'm going to rehab some furniture, and I'm going to make more dog beds. It's sort of like. The home deck Okay, everybody, area. everybody. Now, dog beds I
1: sew. Okay, everybody get to go on Instagram and go to at ZD Donahue and just comment on a photo or DM her and be like, take pictures, take pictures <laughs> while you're doing this Sometimes I
2: take pictures and then
1: I don't post them. No, you just need to take pictures so I can have them okay. when I'm trying to create uh, the I media. Maybe just send
2: them to you. Yes, yes.
1: Um, Remind me to I take pictures. But I am sort of in the <laughs> furniture
2: mode and that that that's like sort of thing and making i'm going to put a um a roof on the deck of the pond you're not going to sew that for sure that will not be sewing (laughs) but mallory and i have discussed whether we need like full length draperies on the sides of the deck that we could like close off yeah i hope that that roof doesn't
1: mess up our lighting because we take really good photos on that dock
2: well, the way uh, that the sun goes under I know. there, probably not. And it'll, I know. It's going to be pretty tall. Oh well. Oh well. Well, who knows? So you're going to buy you some your more furniture.
1: Life. Furniture, and I, it's
2: sort of like, yeah, it's sort of like the furniture rehabilitation sort of home thing. I think more Good. or less. Good. Yeah, I, I hope that's it too.
1: What my... <laughs> do you think? Like, that's... I hope you there hope you isn't can some it?
2: more <laughs> stuff that shows up, like dog corsets and or
1: another tooth yeah or something like that, yeah you know, okay. I have a a non sewing thing I wanna make. It's not sewing, but it's knitting, and i want i wanna knit a sweater. you do for myself, okay, and I want to make it out of like not super fine yarn <laughs> 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 um, I think there's this there's this yarn. And this pattern by a lady named Andrea Mowry. I, I can't remember what weight it is. I think it might be finer than worsted. I can't. I'm not really a great knitter. Um. So, but it's all, it's just, it's just like knitting. Like there's no fair isle. There's no color work. There's no nothing. Like the yarn is dyed to sort of fade um, into different colors. And I would like to have a knitted sweater. I think I want this. I really do. I think I want to knit one. I think you should. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So anyway, um, the other thing, I'm doing another show. I'm assistant directing a show called White People um, at the same theater where I did Sweeney Todd. And I just have to bring this up because it's so interesting at the auditions. One of the monologues that a character reads, it was very much about clothing. Oh. So these people, it's called White People. It's about, um, you know, racism. And three different characters do monologues and there's a character who uh, is the most racist of them all, I guess. And uh, he is talking about how he thinks people should dress a certain way. Um, Actually, he's a person from Brooklyn who is demeaning and belittling people from St. Louis, Missouri for how they dress. So that's, you know, very nice and interesting. Anyway, the actor who actually got the role, he was wearing what the character had described himself wearing. You know, he says French cuffs, tie-tied like this, a suit. In New York. You know, no, well, no, he he was wearing, you know, what the man's talking about. He lives in St. Louis. Oh, he lives in St. Louis. Okay, they live in St. Louis now, and so, anyway, he was wearing what the script was describing, and it was just so. So, is
2: that St. Louis garb or is that New York garb? Well,
1: he's from New York, so he's wearing right. New York garb That's what in I St. Louis. Okay. That's what uh, I, yes, I thought. Yes, yes. Okay. So he's wearing what the script describes, and I was like, this is just makes the whole thing just so much more convincing, you know? Um, the fact well, that that he. I,
2: I need to meet. I, that, I, I really do want to meet this writer, and supposedly he still lives here or something. Yeah, he's, but, he's. Uh-huh. Um, because. Being a St. Louis native and living in St. Louis, I can tell you there are many people that came from the East Coast. Yeah. And they called it- They were like this
1: prototype kind of- Well,
2: but they called it Going Out West. Yes. Which is St. Louis, okay? (laughs) And no, they really, really thought they were going to like this desert of cult, you know- Right. You know, no culture existed, no this, no that. and. Many of them were surprisingly happy mm-hmm. that St. Louis was what it was. You know, it was not the huge city, but it still afforded, you know, some of the other things that, and, and people even from Chicago coming to St. Louis who were like, thought they were downgrading. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, and it, it's, um, so it, that's funny that
1: he recognizes that uh, prejudice that, or yeah. that. Whatever. that kind of yeah. um trope sort of of yeah. uh, things that are happening but yeah it's uh it's very interesting play but um the that just was um interesting to me that the clothing made it so much more convincing well and, and it, it, it's funny cuz he says something yep. about button down collars he was like button down collars are terrible and like Two of the other guys who were reading, they were wearing button-down button down collars. <laughs> and well, course, they're the most common. Yeah, of yes. course I was, you know, this is not, like, the reason that this guy got cast. Right. You know, like it was like, you can put anybody in a suit, you know, or whatever. But it just, I thought it was so interesting how much clothing plays well, a role in our and lives. And this is a
2: really good idea for a podcast, is clothing and about clothing and class through the, you know, through the centuries and art and how mm-hmm. your clothing clothing means more than people think it means it wasn't just to cover you Oh sure. Oh, yeah. Sure. So okay. that's that would be a nice podcast to talk about some of that stuff.
1: Absolutely. All right. Well, I think that was the all of my end of year questions that's and it? I will post these Do we have yeah. a, any
2: resolutions?
1: Well, I think that, you know, Saying what you wanted to sew next year. And saying mm. what I'm not going what, to sew. And what you're to, not going to sew. For other people. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Do, do you have a resolution that, other that, than that? That's
2: it. To stand fast to take care of myself and my family right now. Yeah. And not worry about other people. That have, you know, <laughs> let's look at it this way. I'll learn to sew. If I have a garment issue, I can take care of it. And all you people who didn't learn to sew, you know. <laughs> Too bad,
1: right? Well, and I think that, you know. And there's people out there that are willing to do it, right? Right, right. right. Yeah, you don't have to take on other people. I don't people. have to do that anymore. You don't have to take on a problem just because you have Because they a have skill. the solution, right? Yeah, you don't, right, don't have absolutely. to do that. Yes, yes, that's not, it's not your oh responsibility. Oh, my God, I feel, like, so mean right now. What's new, right? <laughs> you know, I mean, come on, be yourself, okay? <laughs> Okay. i usually fairly pleasant. No. In I, public, anyway. I mean, I think that it's very <laughs> apparent that it's like you can have, you know, an enjoyable time sewing for people and not sewing That's for right. people. And it's not your job. Although. It's not,
2: you know. What you need to put in your library, like your librarian, which I call it, like the stuff that you need <laughs> to answer back to uh-huh. people. Oh, my gosh. Diane, Con- Diane Conti Is that her name? No. I can't. Oh, I'm so sorry. I can't remember. But it was in um, the group. It was in the group today in the Facebook group, and someone had said that you know her mother-in-law. I think it was Sierra's mother-in-law said, "Oh, you need to like oh, fix, fix yeah. all these things for your you know father-in-law for uh, Christmas." And she's like, she she brings this up now, you know, right? X amount of days before Christmas and all this, and doesn't really you know, and. Our same basically conversation takes place of what people expect of us, uh-huh. those who sow and those who don't understand those who sow. Um, and she said, You answer with, oh, you know. And I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember, but thank you for this suggestion, but I've already bought his gift. Yeah, ooh, oh, ooh, ooh, so wonderful. <laughs> thank so you. put that in your brain and pull that out. But Just there you remember go. you always and always thank them for the suggestion because <laughs> you're putting it back on them. Oh, thank you, what a great idea.
1: But now what yes. I was thinking she should do actually if she wanted to do this. Right. Like say that she was like oh that you know right. my skill and this you're I, gonna say something
2: that's already posted whatever. but go ahead
1: uh, let me see what yeah, you say make her a little quote like gift card I, I, we had yeah. coupon, coupon people suggested yeah. gift
2: certificate i mm-hmm. said a coupon book mm-hmm. and then someone else said just do one and say i'll do four more do for rest you of them, or, or yeah, whatever yeah. and all those are good suggestions except i really i'm sorry i love that's <laughs> a great suggestion but i've already because then Screw them. You've told them you've taken care of it. Right. You you don't have a problem picking out this gift. You've already done it.
1: Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, okay, well, like Mom says, screw them. <laughs> 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 so you can get to us on Instagram. We are at so calm. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah. Happy holidays. <laughs> I'm so excited for the new year. <laughs> um, uh, You can... Go to um, Instagram as well and follow at ZD Donahue and remind her to take pictures of her projects so that I can blog about them for her. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) As she's recovering dog beds, she recovered this gorgeous dog bed, took no pictures, I don't believe. I can take a picture of her right now. No, that's not what I need. I need process photos. How many of those dog beds have I made? How many photos have you taken? A lot. I just don't know where they are. Okay, great. All right. So go go to ZD's Instagram. Tell her to take pictures for Mallory and for you. And um, you all need to have a lovely and safe holiday season and New Year if you're traveling or whatever. Um, and, you know, just screw them. Take the stress off yourself. Okay. And everybody, <laughs>
2: when you go to my Instagram and tell me to take pictures, you also want to go to Mallory's and tell her to be kind to her mother. Yeah, sure. <laughs> So long and so happy.
0: Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Barry Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music?